0: This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDole, along with special guest, Jonathan Plisé.
1: Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Brewing with Style show, where we do everything with style, especially these introductions.
1: Right. Like you're talking about poop, you're talking oh, about. Oh, uh,
2: today we got it in the last ten shows in a row. We, right, I think we missed it last show. No, no, we had no, some, no, something yeah. that was a little poopy. Something going. On. Yeah, was, uh. yeah. What was that flavor? You, wonder. I a, I did have a question <laughs> as you were saying that, like baby diaper or. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah. or like a you know steamer, like just right off, fresh out of the truck, you know. Mm, uh huh. Mm, out of yeah. the truck, whatever pipe. Out of the pipe, yes. Mm. Steamer fresh out of the pipe. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what are we? Uh, what's what's going on with you these days? Uh, you going to GABF? Going to GABF? You got absolutely. Beer, you got beers in the competition. Got some beers
1: in the competition. Excellent. Um, uh, got a booth. Oh yeah, booth. Yeah. Uh, gonna be judging. I've been judging since a long time ago.
2: I figured that.
1: But I went to GABF before that as a. Entertainer, they give you this badge that says, uh, uh, "or performer." No, performer, performer, performer. entertainer. Yeah, um, with Palmer. So I went before that. Let's see, my first GABF, I went as a member of the the HA governing committee. I'm like, can I go to the GABF? They're like, yeah, we'll give you a ticket. I'm like, all right. So I went. Uh-huh. And then um, at that one, Palmer and I talked about doing a book, knocked the book out, and then I'm not sure if I went the next year um, before the book or when the book came out. So Palmer and I went, and we were were listed as performers. Performers? We (laughs) had badges as a performer. That's really weird. (laughs) Yep. Uh, He's like, you want to see me perform? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you do. And then uh, we signed books, and then um, I think the year after that, I started judging and I've judged ever since. Um, I'm, I'm afraid yeah. to give it up. I'm afraid I won't be, like, what? brought back into the fold.
2: Really? Yeah. Well, you know the guy who decides, right? He <laughs> okay, does mention him. You, you can just call him <laughs> up one year and say, hey, That's I was not hey, hey, a yeah. 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 Um, yeah. These yeah. books are going to stop if you guys don't you know, get with the program. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I've been going ever
1: since, signing books. Um, and then once we open the brewery... I've been going, judging, signing books, and doing the booth. It's Building
2: up. Yeah, right. You took on those other, other two things.
1: Yeah. And, you know, when I go... Now it, when you
2: go to the awards thing, you actually... You're, you're, you don't sleep. You pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, sort of, sort of What's not. your categories? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, you got some iron. But Liz used to think... That I was going to these things oh. and just having a good old time, know, hanging with the boys, partying,
2: all this stuff. If you, so you judge just like four days of work, not three days. Oh now yeah, it's more, right.
1: So last year, I think was last year the first year she went, or the second year she went. I I can't keep track of time, but she she definitely went, and and, uh, and so uh, we shared a hotel room. You know, it doesn't co- cost me extra the hotel room because. No. I already got it. And um, she saw me working throughout the whole thing. She didn't say a thing. When we got back, I said, so you saw what I do during this. She goes, "Yeah, you work really hard during this." She goes, "It's not like you're just relaxing and
2: having fun." You might tell one story about going out someplace afterwards, but right, right. I mean, that's yeah. not the, That's even that's a small part. Yeah, I Whereas try. When about, that's about all I do. I go to like two sessions, and <laughs> yeah. I don't stay for the whole <laughs> thing. You know,
1: I try to get some time to go with friends to, you know, have a, a beer yeah, yeah. or have a dinner yeah. somewhere, yeah. and you know, just most days I'm just so tired because. You judge all the the judging, and even this year, it's even gotten to more. They added a whole other session. And so it is, you get there Tuesday. You go to the judge orientation, and then they would like you to go to the judge reception. And then Wednesday morning, you start judging. 9 a.m., you're judging beer. And it goes till at least 2 in the afternoon. Depends on what kind of crew you're judging with. Mm. But often it can go to five, six o'clock. Just depends. Wow. Wow. And sometimes you're waiting for other tables to finish their thing before you can judge. You're just sitting there.
2: Mm.
1: You do that Wednesday. You do that Thursday. You do that Friday. Wow. And the and thing Thursday is, Thursday and Friday, you then
2: you got the Thursday at night.
1: Friday. Yeah, you go from that yeah. to I better splash some water on my face and then go to my booth <laughs> in at GABF. So you do that Thursday Friday and, and then Saturday it's all day. You got the the awards ceremony, then the morning session, then the you know the Two afternoon and evening session, mm-hmm. and so um, you're just it, it's just a, it's like a, a work ton. week. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, more than it, that. Actually. It's definite work. Yeah. I really and you know here's here's the interesting thing is all the home brewers that I run into, they're like ah I don't want to bother you you know but she said I should bother you, <laughs> and you know what the the Most wonderful part of my whole GABF is meeting homebrewers, listeners to the show, and all that stuff. I absolutely adore it. I I love talking to you about your homebrew and what you do and what you like and how Uh, you learn to homebrew and how long you've been brewing and all Uh, that stuff. We're on the same page there, bro. Don't. I love it. Don't show. ever
2: think that I don't want to hear that stuff. No, anybody there came to up to me it. and talked to me there knows that I'll, I'll talk to them all night about yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm in a hurry. They'll go like, well, I know you're busy. Like, well, busy. Like, well I'm not that busy.
1: <laughs> but you know, it's like the best part of the thing for me. It's like yeah, the, no, the it's, AHA no. conference. It's like going yeah, to the Homers no, Conference. No. What I enjoy... Is yeah. meeting homebrewers, no, you hanging out go homebrewers,
2: there. Yeah. yeah, especially when it's full of them, yeah, yeah. All yeah. the rest of the crap, no, it's, it's like it's
1: great, but no. you know, I can drink beer anywhere. No. We're on the same page. I, I can, love that. you know, I, I all the the seminars and stuff. I mean, you know, they'll yeah. post them online. I, don't, you know, the, the the valuable thing is hanging
2: out with the homebrewers. Yeah, and the hospitality suite at the homebrew. Right. The so
1: don't yeah. don't ever hesitate to come up and say hi. That's the best thing about GABF because yeah. a lot of people from all over the country show up to that. That I'll never get a chance to meet. And so yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's, no, that's absolutely right up, yeah. If you see fantastic. me, I'm ready to talk. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're two brothers from
2: No, I just uh Yeah. I don't that's why I do this show. I like, like to sit around and talk about beer. That's what we're doing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So yeah, don't 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 be shy. Yeah. Don't be shy, my my brothers and sisters. Mm. Come on up and say howdy. Um all right. So today Yeah, what are we talking about? We are talking about uh, special best premium bitter. Oh. That is my guess from what Viva told me. That's it.
2: <laughs> she's
1: the producer now. It was great to see her struggle with it, though. She's like, I'm. She's like, I know it's a style, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Just kind of giving her crap. Um, so yeah, we're 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 talking about special best premium bitter. Um, it's a, a, one of my favorite styles. There's uh, a lot of great uh, British beers in there. I mean, London Pride is mm. is going to be your, your quintessential example. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's a number of them out there. Mm. And uh, it's kind of in that, you know, the Ordinary Bitter uh, ABV might be a little bit too low for you, you know, personally. Um, if you get up to the, uh, you know, the English Pale Ale, the ESB, you know... It, ABV might be a little bit high for a good session ability. Hmm. Yeah, I think I catch just the right buzz off a good uh, special Fashion. best premium bitter. <laughs> that's that's kind of my my range right there. You know, a lot of flavor. Um, you know, still you know rich enough. Um, you feel like you're really drinking something, and um, yeah, uh, you know you you can session that thing all day.
2: A lot of, a lot of character. There you go. I wish they were sitting right here in front of us now, getting warm. Because it sounds like a beer we'd want to speak, you know, drink at uh, you know cellar temperature, forty five, or 50.
1: you know 50, 55. Yeah, that's 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 about where you know good cask beer. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, let's do this. Thirsty. Let's take a short break. Yeah. And when we come back, I'll go through the guidelines of uh, the style, and then uh, we'll taste some beers. And there you go. All right.
0: and unpretentious. Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like For nearly 40 years, one organization has had your back. The American Homebrewers Association. Are you a member? Why not? Join the more than 40,000 brewers who enjoy all the American Homebrewers Association has to offer. Like Zymergy Magazine, in print and online. Plus the Zymergy app. Zymergy is the leading publication for amateur brewers around the world. Supporters also get member deals at their local breweries, bars, and homebrew shops. These alone quickly pay for your membership. You'll also get great member-only resources at homebrewersassociation.org and access to AHA events like the National Homebrewers Conference and the National Homebrew Competition. The American Homebrewers Association promotes the hobby of homebrewing, protects the interests of homebrewers, and brings beer lovers together become a member today it costs less than a batch of beer and gives back so much more visit homebrewersassociation.org since the first time the brewing network microphones turned on more beer was behind it more beer sponsors the programming on the bn because like you they love brewing and like the brewing network they love sharing their knowledge morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Now back to Brewing with Style.
1: All right, we're back. We're talking uh, best bitter, uh, special bitter, um, that kind of bitter. What in the same. Um, premium bitter. Premium bitter. There you go. Uh, in the new guidelines, it's called Best Bitter. Overall impression, flavorful yet refreshing session beer. Some examples could be more malt balanced, but this should not override the overall bitter impression. Uh, drinkability is a c- critical p- component of the stuff. Now, nah, See, I think that they're wrong again there. You know, you have these beers, and if you tell an American, um, oh, overall bitter impression, it's bitter. You know, it's a bitter. It's a bitter. No. It's bitter. It's... It, if you go over to England and have all these beers, are any of the beers in front of in front of you? Would you say, "Oh, that's a bitter beer, no. a strong oh, overall bitter bitter impression? Yeah. Right, right, right. No, so, not at all. I've actually stayed away from this style because of the name because right. I don't like strong bitterness. Well, there you go. And so I don't know who they're writing this for, but they're they're making a giant mistake. It's a different they have bitter. The, yeah, they
2: got to say they got to the,
1: explain what's going on. Yeah. And so when 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 people homebrew this based off of this information. It's just
2: insanely bitter. It's like alt
1: beer. And they're making just blow your socks off bitter, yeah. and it shouldn't be that way. I'm sure this dog you line
2: know, gives a range of bitterness. Right. That is, right. It is low, but it's sta- the way it's reading, it's reading is you got to make a high IBU beer.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they write up the IBUs as 25 to 40. 40 oh, is pretty a lot for a yeah, right. Right. 4.5% yeah. beer Yeah. Um. All right aroma low to moderate malt aroma i don't know yeah i mean i uh, you know low i don't know i I almost always get kind of a moderate malt aroma sometimes a higher malt aroma uh often but not always with a low to medium low caramel quality bready biscuit or lightly toasty malt complexity it's common mild to moderate fruitiness um yeah, I'd say, you know, fruitiness is, is like uh, you know, important part of the style. You know, that English uh yeast. yeast so right? mm-hmm. Hop aroma can range from moderate to none. Moderate's kind of strong. Um yeah, I could see it getting up to there. Um and I could see none being there. Typically with a floral earthy resiny, and a fruity character. Generally no diacetyl, although very low levels are allowed. I don't know. Uh, you go over there in England, you get, you get a, you generally you can, you can get, get some there. Yeah. Um, would you call it low or what'd you call it above low? I'd say low. Okay. So very low is uh is a upper limit. I don't know. I'd say low. Um,
2: if the average person can detect it, it's probably too high. I'm thinking.
1: Well, if the average person goes, well, that's buttery. Then it's yeah, too high. Yeah. Uh, appearance: pale amber to medium copper color, good to brilliant clarity, low to moderate white to off-white head. Uh, may have very little head due to low carbonation. Medium to moderately high bitterness. Nah, no, no. <laughs> moderately high bitterness. If I told you, hey, tasty, make me a beer with moderately high bitterness. <laughs> That's just freaking ridiculous. Yeah. All right. So that's, what? ADIB that's is totally like, wrong. This hundred. they they just I don't know how they determined to put these words in there, but that's that's just wrong. Uh moderately low, to moderately high fruity esters. Uh that wouldn't be moderately. High. I mean, high. I don't know. Um
2: we're we're in the we're in the uh
1: moderate to low hop yeah, flavor. typically earthy, resiny, fruity, floral character. Low to medium maltiness with a dry finish. Eh, malt profile is typically bready, biscuity, lightly toasty. Low to moderate caramel, toffee flavors. Optional balance is often decidedly bitter. Nah, I'm sorry. This guideline's crap. No, yeah. Uh, the British do not overpower the malt flavor. Esther's hot flavor. <laughs> I mean, it's it's generally more of a balanced beer. I mean, no, there, it's, there could if be anything,
2: a, it's malt forward. Yeah, there could be, but a it's bitter bit of, for an English style. So what right. they're saying there could be a bitterness. bit
1: of bittering in there, and yeah. you could you know come across some beers that have a, a bit more bittering than some of the others. But generally, it's it's a balance, more of a balanced beer than anything. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like decidedly bitter. That's just no, that's not just a, wrong. Anyway. Uh, Mean and light body, low carbonation Bottle examples have more carbonation Uh, More evident malt flavor Than an ordinary bitter Stronger session sets Mm -hmm. Strength ale Uh, Adjuncts More alcohol than an ordinary bitter And using high quality ingredients Less alcohol than a strong bitter More caramel or base malt character And color than a British golden ale Emphasis is on the bittering hop Addition as opposed to the ag- aggressive middle and late hopping seen in American Ales. Nah. ABV 3.8 to 4.6. Nah. I don't know. I, I, I think this write up is not quite all there. I don't know who did it, but. So, what would you characterize as? As what? So, I I would, I would say that, you know, they're not focused on the bitter. That's what this thing seems to emphasize is a focus on the bitter. It's not a focus on the bitter. It's more a focus on the balance. It's got a, you know, it can have a firm enough bittering to counter the maltiness that's there, which is a bit more than ordinary bitter. Right. It can have fruitiness, and it should have fruitiness. It shouldn't be high. No, no, they said high it high should fruitiness. be non There's nothing in the
2: recipe or, you know, the ingredients or process that would lend itself to high fruitiness. Right. You want
1: a kind of a... You know, general English ale kind ester, of fruitiness, yeah. Yeah. ester yeah. ester yeah. profile. Yeah. Uh, but to call it out as high fruitiness no. Is, no. seems kind of kind of wrong, yeah. and to you know have it low or almost non-existent seems seems wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, and then uh, mm-hmm. most British ales, you know, you get a get a hint of diacetyl in them. Yeah. Um, so to say that there shouldn't be any seems kind of wrong. Yeah. Uh, their a v v range I mean if you look at you know um that's what 's in front of us yeah yeah i i don 't know um i, I, I think that's that 's a poor write up um, i do not i do not believe that write up as being true that 's just me doesn 't matter uh, what do i know what um, I do know is we have uh, four uh Excellent examples in front of here. And I will tell you that uh, Bevo is as smart as she is lovely. Thank you. Um, she's putting out the effort to yeah. get us some good examples here.
2: Yeah. Even got us a homebrew.
1: I imagine Scott would been like, ah, dude, there wasn't any. Sorry. Yeah. We're going to have uh, a Russian Imperial Stout and a uh, Cream Ale. Yeah. Be like, That's okay. It. All right. So we're supposed to talk about these as being... Uh, Mm. Uh, anyways uh, so we have uh, Fuller's London Pride classic example we have the uh, Coniston Brewing uh, Bluebird Bitter and then uh, the Goose Island Honkers Ale which uh, B was saying was uh, an example in the previous iteration of the style guide and then we have a home brew which was from Rob Knight Rob
2: Knighton Knighton
1: yes there you go <clears> Which which said Summer Bitter on it so uh, perhaps that 's like an ordinary bitter, or i don 't know mm. hard to say mm. so during the first break, we uh had a chance to uh taste these and let 's see I think i 'll start with uh Taylor What did you think of these beers what 's your How would you rank them? I was really torn over the London parade and the Coniston bitter, but I think what kind of swayed me to one other, you said it was supposed to be like a session, and London Pride's at 4.7%, whereas the Coniston is at 42 <laughs> And I'm also just a fan of the Coniston Brewing one a lot more. There's so much caramel in this. So, do you know what the limit is on uh, non-alcoholic beer? mm 05 Right? Mm-hmm. That's non-alcoholic beer. Mm-hmm. What was the difference between the Coniston and the Leonard Pride? <laughs> douché. Douché. <laughs> right?
2: Well played, yes. sir. <laughs> well yes. played.
1: Uh, douché, as you say. <laughs> <laughs> Stop thinking about ABV. ABV is meaningless. You don't drink beer. But they they're so close. I had, no, I, had nothing, so, I had nothing else to so go on. So you go of. and have a meal somewhere, that was, right? <laughs> And then you go. What's the fat content on this? What's the fat <laughs> content on this? Ah, uh, I like the lower fat content. No, I like the higher fat. content. Are we going in terms of likes or supposedly? Right. I would, examples, I, so. I, I would. I would toss out the numbers. Don't don't focus on the numbers. I'm gonna I'm gonna educate you here. This is this is what we do. We we take in stray uh, producers and uh, educate them about beer. And I would say, you know, d- you know, focus more on what you like. What the what you are tasting you know imagine your mind's eye what flavor is that what what other things have i consumed what foods have i had what what things have i smelled that that reminds me of coniston and and relate it to that i can say straight up the constant brewing it reminded me the aroma alone um roasting marshmallows okay see very good very good all uh, right even the taste too like Uh when it's like Dark when you burn the hell out of a marshmallow. Oh, okay. And eat that black and uh-huh. sugary burnt right. sugar underneath. Okay. I totally got that. Okay. And you love that. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. see, now, see, now you get into reasons to like one over the other versus a meaningless amount of alcohol. Right? So, uh, you know, that's, that's a reason to pick something. And, you know, try and think about the beers that way and try and, uh, you know, relate that to the style guide and just say well you know does this seem to fit within the style guide or not and you know is it something i like why do i like it do i like it for a reason that you know because of the style so yeah that's all right so your your number one is the coniston yeah your number two is london pride london pride your number three goose island goose island number four is the homebrew home yes. oh you're so rough on the homebrewers
0: i don't mean to be
1: tasty you love the homebrewers? I love homebrewers. Tell us what's
2: going on. Well, I think uh, Rob's beer is actually an ordinary it's not I don't think it uh, fits into this category necessarily. It's a really good beer, though. It's nice and clean and uh, very understated. I don't think we have any numbers on that. But it seems like it's going to be well below four. Um, but, yeah, a smaller beer. Um, the... Uh, Coniston, uh, I liked it. It had just a definitely had some diastolic character. Uh, from what I know about the style, I think it'd probably be uh, acceptable. It was annoying to me, but I don't think it'd, be, it'd still be acceptable. Um, actually, in the in the London Pride I thought was a little bit uh, showed some age. I Don't know if we had a date on that or not, but it's like I always expect that beer to be.
1: Uh, Looks like it's about. As- um, Two and a half months old,
2: okay it seems like i don't know maybe it's just uh different, I don't know, i'm expecting something else, but i liked it and i'm, I'm, a, I'm a kind of a, uh, allowing for some sort of maybe a transit or shelf uh issue but i liked it i liked it uh, the best and uh I actually liked the goose island second i think they really did a uh a, a nice job uh on that, and then the uh Conningston, uh bluebird uh, bitter i had that as third and then the uh Rob's uh, beer is fourth. And what say you?
1: All right. I, I was quite surprised by the Goose Island. It's actually pretty, pretty darn good. I like it a lot. One of the reasons I like it is because I think it's the freshest
2: example here. Can't beat fresh. Fresh is its own thing.
1: Right. Yeah. I think what it's lacking is a little bit more British ester, you know, to, to really taste like a, you know, yeah. an
2: English pub ale. I give it, yeah. It's a little too clean. Not as fruity as uh,
1: what we're looking for. But it does have some of that British. No, it's got that going character to it. Mm -hmm. Some great malt character, bit of hops. It's kind of hoppy. It's got you know uh, some some hop character to it, which may actually you know that reminds me you know of of good good British ale. I am really impressed with that. No, that's actually pretty darn good. Um, I'm kind of shocked. I'll tell you what, what the best <laughs> the best I've had yeah. is Harvey's Sussex oh. Best Bitter. Um, that is a freaking outstanding beer. Hmm. I've had that. Um, and uh, in England, just, just incredible. You have it on cash, just the right condition. <laughs> oh, it's stifling. Well, had. sure. There's another one. Um, oh, man, I'm drawing a blank. Um went by the brewery uh you know open fermentation all that stuff oh just just uh they had another uh killer best bitter they won like a gold at G- at uh, the b- great british, mm-hmm. british beer Fest, d b b f um I can't, oh, it's named after the river near there
2: uh, times or Times? Uh, or...
1: no 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 it's a little river. um anyways um they're fantastic as well there's a lot but i am surprised how much I like that uh, <laughs> Goose Island Honkers as a uh, best fitter. Uh The Coniston has a fair amount of butter in it, mm-hmm. and it's a bit too buttery for me. Um, I I like a bit of
2: butter oh, no, it's uh, in my English up. beer,
1: but that's pretty buttery. Yeah, I just
2: had another big sip. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, it's too much. But, uh, Especially after it warms up.
1: Yeah, it's got a lot of diacetyl in it. If it had a little bit less, I think, um, you know, I, I would like that a lot because it's got a lot of other character going on, a lot of malt. It's got a lot of uh, fermentation character. There's yeah. even some hop character in there. Um, a nice, it's it's quite quite hoppy. Um, the Fullers. Now, I'm a big pride man myself. If you're biased, yeah. But, uh, you know... I like it less in the bottle because it's pasteurized and it takes on a little bit of a kind of a rounding of the caramel and all that, Mm. that heat treatment. And when we did the Can You Brew It and we had uh, Chad brew the London Pride, it's like it wouldn't match up with the bottles. And we're like, well, what's going on? And then it wasn't until Justin schlepped back some unpasteurized bottles for Uh. us that it was like, yep, he's dead on. Mm-hmm. So, in general, I would prefer the London Pride. But in the bottle, and in this case, it seems a little bit of staling is going on as well. Yeah. So, it yeah. seems a little too much caramel character in there. Oh, it kills me. It kills me. Um, Man,
2: that Goose Island. <laughs> no, I had, I would, I, uh, I had it as number two. and uh, Right, right. And only because I have like, a, a bias towards the, uh, in the real classic. Probably did I do that. And I, gave, I was giving the uh, right. The London Pride a little bit of credit for maybe not being handled properly or something mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, a, a, one beside Bevo, the other. Roll around I'd, the order, I'd, I'd order multiple huh. pints of the Goose Island instead of the London Pride. Sure, they're both fresh.
1: My shake weight broke, so I just use beer bottles now. Oh, there you go. That makes sense. Um, I will stick with the London Pride because there's a bit more ester character in there. I'd go the London Pride as number 1. I would go with the Goose Island as number 2. I would go with the Homebrew as number 3 and the Constance as number 4. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, that's just a toss up on the Homebrew and the and the Coniston. The Homebrew is is quite biscuity, but it's also a bit uh Seems slightly kind of under under attenuated or a little wordy or it seemed a little skunky ledgily. to me. Yeah, did anybody else get that? Yeah, there's just something some a little off in that. Um, so it's between the Connors and the and the homebrew. Just yeah, I think, the I think they're both nice beers. I just uh, I'm not sure which one I would choose over the other uh, in a competition, but definitely Fuller's and then Goose Island. Yeah, and I think you know. If Goose Island was owned by some British brewer, Maybe maybe that's part of my mindset. I don't know. Maybe I'm imagining. But the Goose Island is really good.
2: Well, because you're used to fresh beer. That's obviously a domestic beer that you
1: know. Right. And I think the London Pride, I'm like, ah, uh, you know, when I have it on cask, I have fresh in, in London. It's a totally different uh, you know, beer. it's it, it isn't as rounded off as as it is in the bottle. Ah yeah. uh, that's killed me on, on bottled London Pride. Well, there you go. I think you have it. All right. Let's do this. Let's take one more short break. And when we come back, uh, I will reveal a recipe. And it'll probably be a recipe apropos to this beer. Yes. Right after this. The 21st Amendment. Watch out!
0: Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment bar and pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jimmy Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. A few things happened 30 years ago. Fennett migrated to TCPIP and the internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch jade and the gadget guy roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you so visit the site or visit the store in dublin california and support those that support you get your brewing on at hoptech.com Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This
1: is Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. Enjoying a Best Bitter show, Best Bitter beers.
2: Uh, <coughs> Tasty, you ever brewed a best bitter? Uh, no, I have not. That's a category that I never uh, participated in because I didn't know the style or didn't like the style or should have. So, Taylor,
1: that would be a no. He's only brewed a stout with a friend. Yes. Which we're not really sure is actually a brewing thing. It maybe for something for else. Yeah, code for something else. And Bevo is no. No, on a I've best only bitter. ever brewed an English brown and a Kolsch. English brown and a Kolsch. There you go. All right. So that limits the number of times I will ask you guys. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, well yeah, we'll just raise our hand. Totally fair.
1: Right. We'll just go with tasty in the future here. Alright. Uh English Best Bitter, starting gravity around ten forty seven, you get in the you know, from the forty two to forty eight range. Um, you're pretty good. Uh finishing gravity, ten twelve, you know, again. 10, 10 10 14 kind of around in there uh ibu 30 uh 11 srm 4.6 percent abv um you're going to use nine and a half pounds of a quality british continental british pale ale malt right i know there's all sorts of you know you can use an australian pale ale malt or a American pale ale malt or Canadian pale ale malt or all that, they just don't have the flavor that you're going to get from a quality British maltster producing something off of, uh, you know, a Golden Promise or a Marisada or a one of those uh, uh, cultivars that uh, really gives you kind of that uh, uh, rich biscuit uh malty character uh i like to throw in some other specialty malts uh you know like a quarter pound or a half pound of special roast that's a breeze product which i i like um you know you could hit another crystal you could sub that with maybe crystal 40 or something like that i like to throw in also a half pound of uh crystal 120 hmm. you go quarter pound half pound um if you can get British crystal malts, I mean you could do something with a uh, eighty love crystal malt uh, the British crystal malts have a lot more flavor. If you listen to the Can you Brew it on Brewing London Pride yeah. that was the recipe and that is what it tastes like. If you follow uh, that show and what we did with Chad and all that that's that's yeah. how you that's how you brew London Pride that's a yeah. great classic example. turns out awesome. The problem is you enter in that competition you probably won't win because it's too perfect. To the style, and people just don't know what they're talking about, so it's kind of brutal. I've thrown in aromatic in the past. Really kind of ups the maltiness. Instead of the 120? Uh, in addition. In addition. Like a 20 love aromatic, 25 love. No. Uh, you know, half pound, quarter pound. Uh, just a little dose. Uh, you can take it or leave it. Depends on what you like. Um, I, In my uh, best bitter, I always go like Kent Golding's. Get the get the British one. Get the one from the UK. Don't get grown in you know Pittsburgh or something. Get you get your 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 UK grown Kent Goldings, which are are readily accessible. Five percent alpha acid at sixty minutes. You put in one point two ounce. You put in uh, at twenty minutes another half ounce, and at the last minute another half ounce. It's going to give you some some hop character early on. It'll drop within, uh, you know, a few weeks and, uh, you know, won't be, you know, quite as prominent. Um, then you can ferment. Uh, you can use the White Labs uh, WPO2 English Ale or the Y East uh, 10, uh, 1968 uh, London ESB. Those are those are good choices. You know, 68 degrees Fahrenheit, 20C uh, for fermentation. I, um, I'm i a big fan of the West Yorkshire East. It's just got a lot of flavor to it, but it really does do a great job of uh, fermentation as well. Now, That's from a yeast uh, White. like
2: that that would produce more flavor. Would that be something I'd lean more towards if I was doing like a smaller gravity beer? Seems like yes. yeast that gives you a lot of flavor. Yeah, I think so. On a lot of bigger gravity, is going to like overpower the the profile.
1: It could, it could. Yeah. Uh, but this is still a fairly still pedestrian gravity. Yeah. yeah, I I could see using the West Yorkshire on this. Huh? Um, I don't know that I'd use West Yorkshire on like a barley wine or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Okay. Whereas, like O two, and you know, and the uh, nineteen sixty eight on a barley wine really starts to shine where you're you're stressing getting a little bit more esters because right. those two yeasts are are fairly clean. Yeah. Um. So I like a little bit more, especially in my my smaller beers. Right. So yeah, you, you can go either way depending on what you like. I think you know if you if you go like the O two route. You're going to get kind of more like the Goose Island, a mm. uh, little little cleaner. Yeah, not as kind as of uh, mm. yeah. Um, mm. So, yeah, that's to
2: go. What about like uh, water on a water on a beer like this? This is like if I any other beer I'd make, I'd use my standard water profile. But I realized that, uh, and I realized this isn't really a hoppy beer, so I would I would assume that we would uh, lean towards more chlorides in a, in a profile for this beer to. Accentuate the maltiness rather than uh, sulfates to accentuate the hoppiness.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not go crazy with the sulfates if you're if you're. Well, you yeah. know, if you're if your water's low in them, um, I think you need to add some.
2: Um, I think more for the chlorides to to bring right. bring it up to to accentuate the maltiness of the beer.
1: Right, right, right. I I think I think part of it is. Yeah, you know, the maltiness is going to be there if your your Quite hop your, yeah your hop uh, additions are low. True. Um, I don't know that you would need to go chloride heavy, um, and I think you need some you know um, sulfates in there to kind of crisp up the the hopping a little bit. But you know you don't want to go crazy on this. I just wouldn't you know if you had a really soft basic water with nothing in it. I think you got to add a little, yeah, little gypsum as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, that's it. You know, ferment. Drink a bunch.
2: You do? Yeah. what Yeah. What, uh, how many volumes of CO2 would you consider normal for? Under two? Well, it's a great beer for cast conditioning. Oh, yeah. A lot better right. than freaking hoppy IPAs. Which, right, which right. People quit that.
1: Which is insane. Ludicrous. Um, I would go, you know... You can go around uh, anything as low as a volume to up to, you know, volume and a half uh-huh. if you're cask conditioning. Uh, if, you're, if you're serving, you know, off uh, carbonation or something like that, I would stick in the one and a half to two range. And then, um, you know, if you're bottling, a lot of times bottling gets, you know, two, two and a half. Yeah. Um, but uh, I like it, you know, a little less carbonation uh british beer isn't about you know high carbonation lower carbonation you can drink a lot more it's uh you know you get that softer character from it as well yeah Uh, less bite Mm -hmm. yeah so that's a good way to go all right uh one last break and then uh, we'll wrap this thing up and we'll be out of here sounds like a plan all right we'll be back right after this
0: Introducing Clarity Firm from White Labs, an amazing tool for pro brewers and home brewers. Clarity Firm is an endoprotease that will reduce chill haze and increase the stability of your beer and produces gluten-reduced beer. Clarity Firm is easy to use. Just add it when you pitch your yeast and Clarity Firm will do its work during fermentation. When fermentation is complete, chill haze will already have been addressed. In addition, reduce the gluten content in beers made with barley and wheat with clarity firm most beers made with clarity firm will test below 20 parts per million the current international standard for gluten-free better looking and more stable beer with the added benefit of reduced gluten so you can pour your beer for more friends and customers why wouldn't you use clarity firm clarity firm from white labs the reasons are crystal clear learn more at whitelabs.com Adventures in Home Brewing has the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes. Some of the things homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the Brutus brew stands and propane burners, the Serial Killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven-pound hopper, custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels, coolers, and mini-sized brew pots. The brewers at Adventures in Home Brewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all-grain brewing. Adventures in Home Brewing original recipes are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Home Brewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Home Brewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. Brewing Network listeners receive 10% off their homebrewing.org orders when they use coupon code IPA at checkout. See terms and conditions for full details. Beer tasting games that train your palate, a brewery locator, and the brand new interactive beer style guide. These are just a few of the awesome things you'll find on CraftBeer.com. The style guide is a beautiful example of technology and beer. Browse beer style families, or turn on the automatic beer style finder and explore beer through color, bitterness, ABV, aroma, and flavor. It's really the coolest way to explore every beer style. Besides having them all in front of you, go to Craft. Beer.com and click on beer styles to start the guide. Plus enjoy the rest of craftbeer.com, the brewers banter blogs, beer education, how to host a beer tasting and the invaluable draft quality manual. Tons of great content that makes your beer better. Visit the new craftbeer.com right now and explore the website that brings you all the passion, camaraderie and creativity of the craft beer community. Craftbeer.com celebrating the best of American beer. Now back to Jamil, tasty
1: and blise. It's brewing with style.
2: All right, we're back. We're still relatively sober. Yeah, we're uh, relatively low ABV beers here. Mm hmm. Helps a lot. Oh, yeah, session ale. Yeah.
1: Last time I went to uh, England with my, my daughter, Anissa, mm. and my good friend Travis, uh, we went. But two weeks, to around England and Paris, <laughs> and the great thing was, we would. I asked my daughter in the morning, "Where do you want to go? What do you want to see?" And she'd be like, "Oh, you know, I'd like to see this." And we'd like, "Okay." And so generally, we'd either start walking, or we'd a few of us having a hot flash, or we'd uh, take the like the tube and then start walking. Mm. And then the great thing was, we'd walk for a while. We'd walk, I, we walk. We we. Walked probably 70 miles while we were there. And uh, we'd be walking to something and we're like, all right, getting a little hot, getting a little tired. Here's a nice pub. Let's stop here. We'd have a couple of beers and we'd walk on. beers, yeah. 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 And then we'd walk on and, you know, just just enough to, you know, keep you lubricated and cool your mind off. And, uh, right. And uh, we had just a wonderful time. Uh, We went to Cardiff in Wales. That was. just fantastic i love i love wales i love cardiff that was a a great a great time if you ever get a chance bristol bristol was also amazing great great place bristol a lot of great beer bars there uh brewers that are just starting up uh doing some some great beers i was really impressed uh and then uh you know a bunch of time in london uh met with a few uh brewers and nice uh had a had a great time there um uh, Sam Brooks, that's the brewery. Sam Brooks Waddle. That's a great Best Bitter.
2: And they're out of London? Or London yes, area? London.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to Beaver Town. They do more like oh, American and Belgian yeah. styles. Uh, you can
2: get the four-period. Four no, no, no. They on
1: no, no. the show here. Yeah, there's a number, a number of guys there. You know, I, re- I read on the Internet. It says, well, they're not open unless it's like a Saturday. Oh. I'm like, oh, we're not there on a Saturday. I guess I mm-hmm. can't go. And then I find out later on, they're like, well, let us know. We would have. <laughs> like,
2: It's probably true.
1: I always think, ah, no. You know, it says no. Public not welcome. I'm like, well, I'm part of the public. I must not be welcome yeah. then. And they're like, no, you should have told us. I'm like, ah, I
2: don't want to be that guy. I'll be the guy. If I go, I'll be that guy. Yeah, you'll be that guy. I don't, both, I don't guy. mind at all. I'll get him right. out of bed. <laughs> I just, You're sick? So? <laughs> yeah, I just, I can't do
1: that. I cannot do that. But we had just a wonderful time, and you know there was uh, just such amazing beers. And uh, the one thing that kind of kind of disturbs me about about my last trip there was there are so many American style beers being brewed now. So a lot of these British breweries that are starting up, they are brewing like West Coast American IPA and pale ale, and well, how are they doing brown ales and. Uh, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Some are, some are much better You're using the right ingredients, right? You're not like, you know. Uh, yeah. Forget yeah, yeah. hops I, I thought you were going to say, uh, not that good. <laughs> no, I said, hey, not that bad. No, uh, you know, so, some of us, uh, there's some, some
2: great beer <laughs> over there. You can make good English beer. I bet you can make my, good American my beer. My
1: problem is, my problem is, if I want great American style West Coast ale. fresh, I'm here. <laughs> right? Right. I well, get that sure. every freaking day. Right. But what I locals... don't get is great British beer. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. Nobody around here's brewing no. great British beer, or very few people can pull that off. Yeah. And so when I go there, what I want is to experience is just these awesome cast conditioned traditional English ales. And I in and my problem is I'm fine with everybody brewing all these other styles of beer. Absolutely. But for God's sakes, don't let this treasure yeah, yeah. of uh, beer styles fade away. Yeah. Don't let it go. Everybody who's brewing all these new, newer American West Coast and these Belgian ales and all this stuff over there, for God's sakes, put at least one traditional British ale in your mix yeah. and make it God's gift to, to British ale. Yeah. Make it, you know, it's like the Sandbrooks. They've got some outstanding, absolutely fantastic British ales. But they're doing a couple other, like, dry hopped, mm-hmm. you know, beers and stuff. And those are outstanding as well. And they're going a little bit more American influence on some of the beers. Right. And he's like, yeah, that's what people, will, you know, people really like those. Yeah, so it's like, true. no, 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 but don't let go of, like, your Wandel yeah, Ale. some of each, yeah, yeah. Or Wandel I, Ale uh, or whatever uh, it is. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's just fantastic. So I just hope that they don't lose what is just one of the most incredible beer no, no,
2: style.
1: things in the world. They do really well. Yeah. And, you know, it, it would be like, you know, Lambic disappearing out of, mm-hmm. you know, Brussels. You know, the like yeah. Cantillon going away. Right. Um, you know, don't let that happen. You know, all the, the brewers there should be, you know, if they don't want to brew those styles, they should, like, be turning over a share of the profits to, you know, the, the brewers who are willing to, to hang in there. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants modern, 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 but don't let this die. No,
2: we should, well, we're not picking it up here very well at all.
1: No. You don't find no. that many true English. It's yeah. very difficult to do properly. Yeah. I mean, you really, you got to have the open fermenter. You got to, you know, yeah. the right yeast. You really got to, you know, have the right ingredients. You got to have the right mindset. You got to, you know, there's there's different, you know, volumes of, of everything. You know, when I went over to the Sandbrook there, they're, they're fermenters um you know they had a, like a lid on loosely on these firmeers. yeah it
2: wasn't airtight
1: but hey, there's fruit flies all over the place i'm like oh my god this would freak me out to no end i'd be freaked it's like ah no you know the yeast is on there it's protecting it you know the lid's more for show than anything i'm like oh my the god The eggs just
2: lay on top of the yeast
1: it's no big deal huh? <laughs> but i mean the beer was out freaking standing Absolutely, well, some of the, the, the best, best beer possible. Yeah, well. they're 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 doing a great job of it. Mm. Um, yeah, so I would hope to go over there someday and do a uh, a co- collab oh. over there oh. with there somebody. But you could. I just I I love it over there. It's mm. wonderful. All right, uh, I think that's all I've got to say about uh, Best Bitter. We talked yes. a lot about that beer. Bevo, Bevo says yes. Uh, Tasty says yes. I agree. Taylor does not know what's going on. Uh, but there you go. Oh wait, you want to hear Taylor's new name from the from the uh, chat room? Yeah. Why? Why do you have to? Porno Steve. Porno they've, Steve. They've named. He me. does have the porno staff. That's <laughs> so. Hey, who's the guy with the porno staff? he should get in a Justin's perm. Chair? You should get a perm. Shave off the goat. Get a perm. Uh, Wears like some orange plaid. Um, oh nice. Yeah. There you go. Get yeah, yourself some some go go boots. Mm. Some creeper uh-huh. glasses. Oh yeah! Yeah, thanks, whoever named me. By the way, <laughs> all right, <porno. laughs> appreciate it from Very Porno nice. Steve <laughs> and Tasty and I. We're glad, glad you could tune in. Uh, if you enjoy the show, make sure to check out all the other programs on the Brewery Network. Make sure to check out the Brewery Network Store, at dot slash store. Lots of goodies in there. All sorts of stuff that you can use they might even have uh, bits of information might even have books again i don't know i don't know i think the books might be gone no yeah the books are gone is it too much trouble is it because justin doesn't read is that the issue all right
2: it's a fulfillment issue All right.
1: till then everybody Bruce strong and often